Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationships Psych, the podcast, is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. Emotional intimacy and a simple strategy that builds connection. And leaving loneliness and disconnection behind in less than 10 minutes a day. On the TV show, Love is Blind, and if you haven't seen it or heard about it at this point, I don't know where you've been, but you have not been on Netflix. On this TV show, you see people in pods that have to communicate through a wall, and they don't get to see see each other until the day they propose. The premise of the show is to find out if love is truly blind. As with any of these reality dating shows, you see more than one person vying for the affections of another, and that people are slowly falling for each other. It's so interesting because you see the emotional emotional intimacy that builds between the couples, the giddy laughs, how they look forward to talking to each other and the smiles. You also see the couples where the conversation gets a little stilted, a little weird, and a little disconnected. The show starts out with many couples. We don't get to know them all. But by the end, there's only a few couples that go on to the engagement phase. I loved watching this show and understanding a little bit about what was different than the couples between the couples that actually got engaged and the couples that did not. They seem to have this really great emotional connection. One of the number one things I hear in my practice is partners who want to be emotionally connected. Many women tell me their partner isn't vulnerable enough and doesn't open up. Many men tell me they don't know how to be what their partner wants. With some guidance and some structure, I found most men are pretty good at opening up in a somewhat way. Building emotional intimacy can be thought of as simple steps that happens every day. It doesn't have to be resolving huge conflicts or agreeing on everything. In fact, those aren't really how emotional intimacy is built. Rather, emotional intimacy is built in getting to know each other's inner worlds, appreciating each other, and taking suggestions day to day from the other person. If we compare the plot of Love is Blind to the TV show Raised by Wolves, where mother and father, who are androids, have been raised with the task of raising humans on another planet. Mother and father are not are not supposed to have emotional connections. They do tasks together day to day on the planet, parenting the children, but don't really inquire about each other and each other's inner worlds. They have duties to do. Mother is a powerful necromancer, and her main job is to protect the children and establish an atheist civilization. She can basically kill anything that serves as a threat to her or the children. Where the father has been reprogrammed in a different way. His job is to raise the children, but he isn't a killer. And he wants to help establish this civilization, but he's more submissive to the mother. 
It's clear from watching them they're a good team, but they don't know each other well, which makes sense because they're androids, not humans. So what makes the androids emotionally disconnected compared to the humans that we see on the TV show Love is Blind? Well, if we think about the early stage of falling in love, we get riddled with butterflies and maybe it feels like our mind won't stop talking and thinking about the other person. It's a state of bliss that can come over us. In this phase, we are prone to ask questions and truly listening to our partners. Like we see in the pods on Love is Blind, they talk for hours in these pods. Whereas in the TV show, Raised by Wolves, you see them getting off of the spacecraft and father looks over at mother and makes a comment about how he likes how she looks and they go on and they set up their little tanks and they plug into her stomach so that she can feed and nourish the babies to come to term. And the pregnancy is basically outside her body. But they don't really talk. They don't show the two androids getting to know each other. So if we think of early dating, it's that talking, it's the asking questions, it's the listening that sets the stage for the emotional connection. So for example, even if you don't like hockey, you could find yourself on a date at the beginning for hours listening to your partner go on and on about the latest hockey game or something they found interesting or exciting. But as time progresses, we tune out of these topics that we don't really care about and we stop being interested in our partner. We stop being interested because it interests them. What is normal in relationships is we'll all have different personalities, different beliefs, different values, and the measure of success isn't really how similar we are, although that's helpful, but it's if we can still tune into our partners in our world, even if their topic they're talking about isn't our 100% favorite. In my case, this means listening to sports and asking about fantasy football, even though I would probably never do this with my girlfriends. So the simple strategy we're talking about here today that builds connection is asking questions. And I don't mean interviewing your quest, your partner like they're on a job interview or catapulting questions at them accusatorily. I mean getting to know their inner world, giving them time to answer and answer how they see fit. And I really mean qualifying answering how they see fit because they have a lot of partners try to correct their partner about their answer. And that really inhibits your partner from opening up. So try to be non-judgmental in your listening and just allow your partner to share. What we know by the research is that by talking to your partner for approximately 28 minutes a day and getting to know their inner world and sharing some of yours builds connection just five days a week. So what you can do is ask your partner, what are you grateful for today? Describe your day in, de- in detail. What's been most stressful for you this week? What has brought you the most joy this week? What people have played the biggest role in your life this week? What is something you're looking forward to? By asking different questions, we get different answers. I'm often struck in couples therapy how excited my couples are to learn new things about their partners. They have found, I've even found that couples that have been together 10 years or 20 years and that by asking different questions, they learn different things and it brings them closer together. Make note that building emotional connection doesn't mean talking for hours. I mean, it could mean talking for hours, but it could also mean 20 minutes a day that your partner talks to just you. And don't take that for granted. It's really special. It's important to remember that women have many close emotional confidants, and at times they can expect this of their partner. Well, sometimes male partners can turn out to be that. There are also some male partners who I'm sure are amazing emotional confidants. 
but also recognize that women and men do emotional closeness differently. For many men, they will see their female partner as being their closest friend and closest emotional confidant. And many women don't recognize this because they're used to being emotionally close with women. So I encourage you to be curious about your partners and maybe how they view you and don't take them for granted. I encourage you to see how they do connection and maybe that it's different than how you do connection. And maybe your relationship is really emotionally intimate for them. But if you do want more intimacy and you feel like it's not quite enough, set aside 20 minutes a day and just get to know each other's inner worlds. Even if you're spending all day together in quarantine, don't just guess what's going on with them based on their behavior. Spend time listening, asking questions, and truly trying to understand what is happening for them. So if we take this to the TV show Raised by Wolves, we can see that mother and father work well together. They work side by side, but you never see them have a conversation about each other and their inner worlds. Whereas if we compare that to the TV show Love is Blind, you see them talking about their days. You see them sharing and sharing because they're not together all the time. Now, certainly it's easier to ask when you're not with the person all the time, but we can learn something by the TV show Love is Blind. Ask questions. I'm reminded of just this morning, going on a walk with one of my friends who I see very often. When I see her, I light up, I wave, I smile, and I ask her how she's doing and I dive into a topic of mine or she dives into a topic of hers. But every week it follows kind of the same pattern. We get excited, we light up to see each other and we ask questions. But think about how we treat our partners. When we see them all the time, we often don't light up with the same smile or dive into the latest story or ask about theirs. So if you want intimacy, also think about intimacy encouraging behaviors like smiling, tuning in, asking great questions and sharing something about yourself. So while emotional intimacy can be a simple strategy, it really does take the willingness to set aside 10, 20 minutes a day. It takes the willingness to ask different questions and be patient as your partner gives their answers. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.